1: Welcome to another broadcast of Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, Satan'sRapture.com.org. Excuse me, .org, our band site, and I'm here with my um, fearless co-host, Misty. How you doing, Misty?
2: Yep, good, Pastor Harry.
1: That's good. And as we know, we're talking all about the uh, coronavirus, the COVID. 19 pandemic that has hit this world from out of nowhere and um i just like to start to show off by saying this is not the end of the world but it's the end of the world as we knew it forever because people have been uh shaken and knocked out of their comfort zone and they realize that all this talk about the end times plagues apocalypse It's not a joke. It's real, it's serious, and um, quarantines, locked in your home, food shortages, just a preview of what's to come.
2: That's right.
1: Right. That's exactly right. And we have a caller. Hi, caller. Caller, are you there?
0: Conrad. So what do you do when you say hi to somebody and they don't say hi back?
1: Is this a real caller? What do you do? Are you... What do I you do? Them
0: them or you? they pass you and you walk behind them and say, Hey, I just said hi to you.
1: Well, with this new social distancing, uh, I guess you got to shout to them. But if I said hi and somebody don't answer, I just keep walking. You know, don't want to... Somebody doesn't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to you, right? What
0: do you do when you know... That the person knows you're trying to say hi to them and they just won't acknowledge you. Or sometimes you'll say hi to somebody or you'll speak some words and the person responds with a, what is that? I spoke words and you, you can't even show me that I'm worthy enough for words.
1: Well, you just look, you just walk away. You know, you can't let people's bad behavior define who you are. You're, you know what I'm saying? Your people, if people are nasty, rude, vulgar, it doesn't define who I am. It just shows who they are, right, Misty?
2: That's right.
1: You know, you can't let people bother you. Now, uh what do you think of this uh corona pandemic? I
0: know it. I know it from experience. I used to have a neighbor and my neighbor would sit in his yard, and I'd come into my yard. My right. gate would shut. You could hear my footsteps, and he would not turn, say hi, or acknowledge that I'm even in that space. And I, 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 d- I couldn't understand why. I'm like.
1: Well. Can't, well, I know from—I mean, I know from my experience when you talk about the truth of the Bible, churches treat you like that. They won't even talk to you. They tell you to leave the church. All, all you can do with people like that is just uh, ignore them. Say a prayer for them. Ignore them. It's just a lot of ignorant people.
0: like,
1: Hey, screw it. I'm not saying hi to that person anymore. I don't care. Yeah. Well, you can't. How many? Well, how? I don't want to take up too much time on just uh, greeting people. I don't want to talk about this pandemic, but I will say a final note. Uh, Somebody doesn't want to talk to you. Don't talk to them. Find people that want to talk to you. Right, Misty? If there's people that want to talk to you.
2: Right. Dust your feet off and walk away.
1: Yeah, dust your G said if somebody won't talk to you. dust 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 off your sandals and walk away. That's the best advice I could give you there. And we're talking here about the coronavirus. You're welcome to stay on if you want. He dropped. Okay. Well, you know, you get that all the time, especially. I mean, let's face it, Mister. You, you mentioned the truth of the Bible, especially in a church. They won't even talk to you. They just say, "Get out of here."
2: Oh yeah. You out in the name of Jesus.
1: Yep. Yeah. They won't cast out the coronavirus because they have no power, but they will cast you out in in the name of Jesus. And that's one reason I've been so against organized religion and all these fake, false Trinity churches for so long because they're fake. They can't take being questioned because they have no answers. And yeah, if you you doubt, they will kick you out. They don't want to hear nothing. I mean, uh, this caller, he seems to have a little problem with people that just don't want to talk to him. But, uh, well, right now with with this coronavirus fear, people don't want to go near anybody. I mean, a lot of people don't want to get within six feet distance of anyone. Right. They're walking around with masks on, bandanas. I think it's dangerous to wear a bandana. In this climate, somebody could think you're a robber and shoot you true i mean gun sales are up 300 percent. ammunition this country's losing it but uh what's the latest we have on the coronavirus because we're out we're for you listeners we're trying to show you what is the latest what's the latest facts on the coronavirus what are you hearing out there misty
2: well the latest statistics to hit a milestone there's 522,796 cases reported which is a pretty high um 23,621 deaths reported and there's been 123,322 people have recovered uh which a recovery is a good thing and in the U.S. Yep. there's uh, reported 1,104 cases and uh Unfortunately, 1,151 plus deaths in the U.S.
1: Right, and the deaths were at 150 at uh, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So they are rising. Yes, they are. New York City is the new epicenter of the world of this pandemic. Uh, Texas, uh, New Orleans may become the next epicenter. Texas has a quarantine on... Uh, Anyone coming into Texas now you got to wait fourteen days,
2: right That's the same as Rhode Island too. When at a taming Airport. you have to say where you came from and quarantine at least fourteen days
1: right, that's right, and that's the danger right now that that people are going to flee New York City who are infected and wherever they go spread this virus. one guy right. uh one family took up and Went out, drove out to Wisconsin at uh the family farm. Well, if they're infected, they're gonna that that whole area of Wisconsin's gonna get hit. Out here in Montana at uh in Kalispell, um somebody um a doctor went to travel somewhere, came back, it's as is infected, infected four people. Would have never came out here. I don't know. The world's going crazy. We wanna hear from you. And then we're going to talk later on today about, is this the end of the world? No, it's not. It's, right. It's, but it's the end of the world as we've known it forever. We have another caller. Let's see who's on here. Okay. Hi, caller. How are you? Hello. I'm schizophrenic, of course. And today I'm going to be talking
0: about something I thought I would never talk about.
1: Oh, well, that's another tape, tape caller, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Come on people. Let's get real. We're facing a global pandemic. You know, let's call for real calls. I know everybody out there listening, you got something on your mind about this virus, corona. Is it a pandem is it gonna wipe out the world? Is it the end of the world? Is it what Jesus talked about? What is it? What's Trump's plan? To have everybody back to work, uh, he wants everyone back Easter Sunday, which is, is madness. That's what we want to talk about right now. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a lie going on, This, If you listen to Fox News, they keep lying, lying. Mm-hmm. The government is not shut down. That's a lie. This government is not shut down. All non-essential business is shut down. The government, the economy is still running. You still have food right. in the supermarket. The police force is still uh, up, and the fire departments. Um, you're getting, the food is coming into the supermarkets. Right, um, people
2: are working at home if they can.
1: The economy is not shut down. That's a lie. But non-essential, non-essential businesses shut down. You can't have casinos, restaurants, Waffle House, IHOP, McDonald's. You can't have people flooding restaurants in a pandemic. Because no. the hospitals get overwhelmed, and then you have a Spain and Italy. That's the problem. But that's mm-hmm. a lie Fox is perpetrating, and uh, Trump wants everybody back on Easter Sunday. He wants um, he wants uh, the country back. Churches filled. Well, that's craziness, and I, I hope is. he sees how, how how crazy that is. And we have another caller. I don't know. I hope this is a real caller. It's a pandemic, people. Let's get real here. Hello, caller. How are you? Hello,
3: Harry and Misty. Uh, it's John. Nice to speak with both of you.
1: Thanks for taking my oh. call. Oh, I'm glad mm-hmm. you called. What do you? What, I'm a, what do you and i And I'd,
3: I'd like to think. I mean, we, we. You know, we could be philosophical, and we could do a Schrodinger's cat question. You know, am I real? I don't know. I can't see myself, but. <laughs> Well you're not um, a
1: tape, so that's what I mean. No,
3: no, I'm definitely not a tape. Um you know, I don't even know where to begin. There's there's just so much. Um <clears throat> first let me just say that I I discovered you a few years ago and I've only had a chance to listen sporadically and I usually do so at nighttime and, and, and it kinda makes sense. I listen to the I listen to the tape I listen to the recording and, and you seem you sound like a nighttime type show. You're like in the vein of coast to coast and all that kind of stuff. But uh with things the way they are, I actually had the unique opportunity to be home in an afternoon and, and listen live and, and call in. So, you know, hey. Uh I'm glad but for that opportunity. Did. Um you know, I'll just say a little bit about myself. I don't wanna I don't wanna say too much, but um I, I spent quite a while in uh in the government. Um I was I'll just say that I was in, in intelligence. We'll leave it at that. And uh, I have, I actually have an advanced degree in history. So when I take those two s- skill sets and uh, I look at what's going right. on today, I don't understand how people just don't have common sense in not only how to deal with this, but to see through the lies. Well, that's a good question. And the question. stories that we're being
1: told. Where's the common sense? Well... It's very simple. One thing I know more than anything in this world is human nature. And when people panic and get scared, it's common sense goes right out the window.
3: You know what? You're absolutely right. But and, and here's... See, I want to look at the bigger question. You know, we can talk about, oh, you know, washing your hands. and But that's micro stuff. We have to look at the macro issues. Why do people lose their common sense? Well, let's face it. Let's be honest. We have... How many generations that have been raised in the United States of America with outcome-based alternative education? Right, where you're not taught—I mean, you don't—you're not taught logic in the public schools anymore. You're not taught about the Constitution no. or the Bill of Rights.
1: You know you're what you're taught, taught? You're, Misty, You know what you're taught. Children are taught discipline and to obey.
3: Exactly, and it's a blind obedience. Right. So, yeah. so yeah. instead of going to school and learning about like um, cursive and memorizing your times tables and how to read a face clock and reading and learning about the Bill of Rights and what the debates behind the Bill of Rights were about so you fully understand them and understanding right. the, the history of, of different movements. And, and, and instead of getting graded on how you present your opinion, you're graded on what your opinion is, which is obviously nothing but a free society. And then on top of that, you go into school, you have to have a clear backpack – You're subject to search. You can be drug tested if you're on the chess team. It's all about training you to be an obedient serf.
1: Exactly.
3: You understand enough to be a productive worker for a corporation, but you don't understand enough to be your own captain of industry. You understand enough to be obedient to the government, but
1: you don't understand enough to be a proactive citizen. But well, do you know why this is happening? Because they're preparing people for the new exactly. world order, for a one-world exactly. socialist with government. You. And that, that is what's you. coming. And we're trying to tell people with this show, the churches are false. The churches have been lying to you since day one. They've become a business, and, and they're going bankrupt because of uh, coronavirus. That's why God allows this, is allowing this horror to hit this world, because he wants people to wake up. And those that will, will, and those that won't, uh, won't. You, but, um, you know what,
3: Harry, I'll tell you something. From the beginning of mankind, when God first created us, he's always wanted us to, to open our eyes and, and accept his gift of life and to accept you know what he wants to give us. And with every new human soul, once you reach the age of reason, you have that choice.
1: That, that's and that will exactly be—that's the right. case
3: from Adam and Eve. And it's going to be the case until the second coming. Right. And you'll is, have that what, choice.
1: Right. But Jesus, but God is going to give the world a chance, and then another chance. But Jesus said the end times will be as the days of Noah, and as Noah built that ark in front of the whole world, he told them what was coming: a great flood is coming. God said to build this ark, and you'll be safe. Help! Nobody wanted to help.
3: Now, I, but, could be, I could be mistaken. When Jesus said um, that the times will be like the end time of Noah, but wasn't there something in the book of the Apocalypse where it said it'll be like the times of Noah, but instead of water, it will be fire?
1: Well, or was that a, actually
3: what? in the Noah story where God said but, the next time will be with fire and not with water?
1: No. God said he would never again flood the whole earth and destroy all mankind. but there is Right. A flood okay, that's coming. what I'm thinking of. Right. There is a flood coming. Unfortunately, it's not a flood of water. It's a flood of blood. Because when the Antichrist comes, he's going to be a second holocaust. But, John, stay on the phone. We have a caller here. You there, Misty?
2: I'm here, Pastor Harry.
1: Stay on. Let's just see who this caller is. They've been patiently waiting. How you doing? Hi, caller. A crisis. It
0: just is. You still can get your money. You know what I'm saying?
1: Is this a tape or are you real?
0: Call Corey Greco and say greed is good
1: during this time, right? Like, is this a way that you handle? Uh, I don't. It's know. not I like a recording. tape. Yeah, we get a lot of recordings. I don't know why people do this. It, you know, it, it, we're faced with a global pandemic. Tomorrow, you could be rushed in an ambulance to the ICU. You can't breathe, and people are playing games with tapes. Uh, but that's how people are. But um, yeah. But it, unfortunately. Right, that's what we do with this show. It's um, we are we are we are a voice crying out in the wilderness. We are we are the only radio broadcast on this planet that is teaching the people the truth of the Bible and what Jesus taught. But um, he did, you know, a lot of people missed him. What were those questions people were asking? Hold on, on, Jerusalem Post today. Um, why do
2: some Christians? Coronavirus is an apocalyptic prophecy. Some people believe that for horsemen, and um, what would you say about that, Pastor Harry?
1: Okay, this is what we were talking about before, John, a little bit, but no, we are not. This is not the biblical apocalypse. This is. You know, I, I, this, I agree with you. I don't is think is a it is prelude. either no, no. Uh,
3: yeah i i I mean but you know if I could give and i'm not i am not a theologian so i will I will temper what I'm about to say with the caveat that I'm not a theologian i i under i have a basic understanding of theology and christian theology and i and I am a christian um but you know what <sighs> to me and and this goes back from my earliest years that I can actually remember thinking this, so I guess this is just a fundamental part of my logic and my brain structure, I look at it like this: There's no way to know when the end time is going to come. I know that well, there are parts of the Bible that talk about it coming like a thief in the night. I know that I know there's a part that says that no man knows the the coming the hour of the coming of the man, the, the son of man, the second coming of man. Um, and I realize that in my limited human capacity. I can never claim to fully know the mind of God. I can try to be as obedient as I can be, but I can never try to know his mind. It is beyond me. So instead of worrying about when the apocalypse will occur, why not just live every moment of my life the way I should be living it? And then if the apocalypse happens tomorrow or after I'm dead, it doesn't matter because if you think about it, when the moment you die comes, that's your personal apocalypse anyway.
1: Right. Well, that's that's what that's part of what I said in the first book I've written. I said, "Live every day as Jesus could come for you, and one day you'll be right." Stay on the phone, right. John. I want to take these callers. We like John, right, Misty? Oh, right. thank you. No, I mean I like people that will have a conversation that will ask real questions. See, we don't run from questions. I don't. I don't run from questions. I welcome questions. Churches because have you're, because no you're intellectually honest. Yeah, right. That's exactly right, and I, I mean. I uh, I understand what I believe and why. Churches just parrot what they learn in theology school, and if you press them, they collapse and kick you out. Let's just stay on the phone. You stay the whole show if you want. Let's let's see who this caller is. How you doing? Hi, caller. How are everybody
0: you? everybody stays the way they fucking are
2: in my life, don't make
1: Well, we don't want to have that, that call for language. No. But, I mean, if you want to... Caller if you want to call back and not Use profanity we love to hear what You have to say I mean we are here For them right Misty we're here for, for People
3: right you know and we're I Like to how you
1: say Harry you said That you know you don't run from
3: questions And and how the way a lot of other People a lot of Christians whether They were whether they're a cleric or not As soon as you challenge them they collapse And I'll tell you The the core behind that and you're absolutely Right in what you're saying If you if your belief system cannot stand up to scrutiny, then that shows a flaw in your belief system, or at a minimum, a flaw in your faith.
1: Exactly. I mean, and,
3: uh, a faith exactly. is a gift from God. If you're a Christian, you believe that. So if somebody was, was to somehow present something that just say – and I think this is – if you understand human psychology, I think some Christians, unfortunately, they're, they're afraid to hear – what other denominations or other believers of Christianity have that don't have their exact dogmatic beliefs, or even other religions, they're they're afraid to listen because they're afraid, and this is what they want to admit: they're afraid that they're going to hear something that's going to make them question their faith.
1: Exactly. In fact, they most most Christian shows, no Christian show would allow a caller like yourself to even speak this much or question no, them. No, no, they be, wouldn't. They're, they're too afraid, but let me, let me I'll tell you something about that. Um, See, I know, and so does Misty. We know what Jesus taught. I know what that Bible says. I know what mm-hmm. it says. I mean, I don't know everything, but I always say in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, it's cliche, you know, but it's, it's absolutely true.
1: Right. And, I mean, as far as theology, um, Jesus gave us a time frame for mm-hmm. the end times. He didn't leave it open ended. He he gave us certain key signs of the end times. And um
3: right, R- getting, wars and rumors of wars and the movement of the well, earth and things like that, right? Is that what we're talking
1: about. No, I mean exact exact things to look for. And we'll look at them. We have another caller. I want you to stay on the air. We like this guy, right Misty? Right. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate
3: I, that. I, I enjoy listening to you guys. Like, I get i I've, I feel like I've gotten a feel for your personality from listening to you guys. So it's, it's, it's nice. Thank you.
1: Well, I used to be a little, I used to be a little harsher, but I learned, in Misty Help. Really, I learned see,
3: I'm not familiar beautiful. with you from
1: then, so. <laughs> well, I used to when I was when I was a kid. I grew up boxing. in you know, martial arts, competing in junior golden gloves, so you learn. To oh, really? Back. I,
0: I yeah, used to at Joe
1: Frazier's gym. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I I, uh, I, just learned to be like that, but now I learned this is a different world, and uh, I'm tough if we have to be, but I don't want to be. Anyhow, let's see who this caller is, Misty. What we got here? Okay.
0: Oh,
1: that's Hi, caller. How are yeah. you?
0: And the silence and
1: the needing to be alone oh, out like like another
0: call. tape okay
1: i, I, I I'm, guess I'm they want to... what is it with these recordings
3: why are, why are people doing this harry i don't i'm not familiar with that what?
1: um my guess um they're listening to the show maybe they're afraid they don't know what to do so they're doing this maybe it's just a panic uh, response oh so they're
3: doing a recording so that they're not nervous live on the air or something
1: Right, and there's nothing to be nervous. Oh, okay. we don't we don't bite right, misty right, right. now what I understand this,
3: <laughs> and this is not that it's you have a medium going on here. people don't want to listen to a recording. they want to hear a conversation with you and the caller,
1: right, and whoever did that call just now with the tape call, call back. I know they have a question, I mean, there's so many questions people have about all the, all this stuff, and you know a lot of people to me, this is the second nine eleven See nine eleven did something to the psyche of America. Yes, America it did. had this America and its fake churches. They have this delusion that they were protected by God, that no harm shall ever befall this great American Christian fake nation. And nine eleven punched a hole right through that. And then this and this coronavirus just freaked people out of their minds. I mean people are there knocked Misty. Tell me what you said this morning about their comfort zone. What were you saying to me? It's really good.
2: Uh, what did I say? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> You're talking
1: about what this, what, what COVID 19 did to the world, did to America, did to the world about their comfort zone.
2: Yeah. Well, they're no longer, you no longer have a comfort zone. Whatever you held on to or cling to is shaken up and. Um, it makes you question what you really believe. It brings your fear to the forefront and, um, even, even the love of money. Look at this country now with this economy, whatever you clung to, it's, it's, uh, affecting you.
1: Exactly. You got this world so insane that you have the people the die hard followers of Trump, uh, The lieutenant governor of Texas, people on Fox News telling the elderly, did they have to risk their lives for the stock market? They may have to give your life to save the economy.
3: Well, can I I comment on that, Harry?
1: Yeah, one second, John. I just want to say. Sure, sure. the, The madness of that, because people don't realize the economy is people. And if you rush people back into the restaurants and casinos and close quarters so fast entire America will become as New York City. This whole nation will collapse. You know, you got to have common sense. You don't, see, again, common sense is the first question you asked me. You called up. When people panic and get scared, common sense goes right out the window. There has been people. I remember, I will never, you know, there was a person once tried to commit suicide by tying a plastic bag over their head. And then they panicked and wanted to live, and they couldn't undo the knot, they tied, and they died, panicking when all they had to do was rip the bag open. Some right. people get scared, they panic, and then, and then they uh, self-destruct. But what were you going to say, and then when we come back on the flip side, we're going to talk about the signs Jesus gave us to look for and why this show, why what we believe is different than anything else, and what is going to happen next, according to the Bible? Mm-hmm. But go ahead, John. We've got a couple minutes before our break.
3: Okay, yeah, and I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, I, when it comes to any issue, including COVID-19, let me just start out by saying that logic dictates that we have to realize there are as many opinions as there are people, and there's as many as agendas as, as you can think of. Not all people are going to be right all the time. Not all people are going to be wrong all the time. And even when somebody's right, they can do it for the wrong reason and vice versa. Somebody can do the wrong thing for the right reason. So keeping that in mind, for example, I listened to the video. I watched and listened to the video with the lieutenant governor from Texas, and I personally think that it was taken out of context. I believe that it's very important that we ask ourselves a simple, logical question. We want to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Everybody does. But when does the cure become worse than the illness itself? That's a fair question. For example, on the micro level, there are individuals that because of the totality of their condition, so it could be age, it could be the type of cancer, it could be the stage of cancer, they decline chemotherapy even though they will die from cancer because the chemotherapy is worse than the cancer. So at what point do we say to ourselves, the cure, in quotes, I'm putting air quotes up, the cure Mm -hmm. for getting rid of COVID-19, at what point is it worse than the COVID-19 itself? So this is not a matter of putting money above lives. This is a matter of saying, wait a minute. We have the functioning of society, and we have individual liberty at stake here. What the lieutenant governor said was, are we supposed to destroy our economy, which is not a selfish thing to ask? I mean the money makes the world go around better Mm -hmm. or worse. Are we supposed to destroy our economy, destroy our infrastructure, and violate civil liberties – to, to what point do you do that just to stop to what, a virus that it turns out has has a very, very, very low kill rate? That's a well, very it, fair question to ask. And it, nobody's telling right. you if you're 70 years old, you have to go out in public. But if restrictions are
1: lifted, they're lifted. And if you choose to go but out, they can. Don't need and if you choose to not lifted. to. All right, but it's a question of how fast do you lift them? Is it a, a slow rollout? is what's better misty had a very good idea but see there's always a smart way to do things and a a foolish way to do things we can't keep the government shut we can't keep this shut down see right now non-essential business is shut down and it's slowly slowly damaging our economy but you have to be intelligent you have to do things slowly you can't just rush it out. You rushing is always well, a mistake. What if
3: I was it, to prefer the counterpoint that we rushed out sl- shutting down businesses? Maybe we did the opposite wrong. I mean, this is a philosophical question, and and maybe well, maybe there is no right, right answer. But for example, who's the government to tell me that, for example, I can't run? I don't know what's a non-essential store, um, a, a sofa store, a furniture store? Okay. Well, if I want to risk my health selling furniture or shopping for furniture, who are you to tell me I can't risk my own health? And if you don't want to, then just don't come to work or don't go shopping
1: for chairs. Right. Well, Well, that's that's, what were you going to say, Misty? Before we take a break. I was going to say,
2: Pastor Harry, the problem is, is you could put other people's lives at risk. But can I just say that? It. I could say this before or after the break about this. This. Seem to be common sense plan. Um, if you want me to say it after the break, Pastor Harry. Well, Misty,
3: I, yeah. I was wondering when you said that you could yeah, put other that's... people at risk. How, if I open my well, furniture store, how am I putting somebody yeah. else at risk? Because I'm not well, forcing come have... to my store.
2: Well, well, you may not know you're infected because it's a stealth virus, and you right. could be a carrier, and you could have people come into. Your furniture store, and they could uh but they but don't they know this. that
3: risk they they know that they could be coming into a store sometimes, with infected people,
2: yeah, but sometimes, sometimes
3: you
1: have you
2: just have ahead, to put your foot down for the sake of he, people
3: sometimes uh you see you i'm a see I'm a libertarian this. and I don't yeah. think well, that not only you should have the right to infringe on my liberty because of what you think is better for the community.
2: Like, I should not be allowed to harm anyone. No, no. I agree, but what I think is, it's like, have you ever heard of that song, the ants go marching one by one, hurrah? Yes. Now, this virus is a stealth virus, so when the stealth get back to health and are no longer contagious after five to six weeks, then they could be the ones to go back out in this workforce up and running again. And then each week you go by that pattern, each week you will have people who who are not contagious anymore. They're well again. They have these antibodies, and they could start getting this economy up and running. But it has to be in an orderly fashion. I, I guess my
3: question – I understand what you're saying, Misty. I guess my question yep. is um, – I have not been found guilty of a crime. I haven't been charged with a crime. I'm a free man living in a free country, and I don't understand the justification for anyone telling me what I can or can't do with my private property absent me being charged with a crime as per the Bill of Rights because when you think about it, not only are you restricting my freedom of movement, but you're violating something called private property rights. Because I've invested in, say, my furniture store. And, I, and, by the way, for anybody listening, I don't have a furniture mm-hmm. store. I'm just, I'm just using that as an example. Well, well, so it's not like I'm like – or anything,
1: or any product Right, it's business, anything. Right? I, mean, I just wanted to restaurant. use a specific example. A restaurant. The restaurants right. aren't shut down. They're going to take out. But the point is we're, we're – I'm going to take a break in a minute. We'll come back because there's some important stuff I want to talk about. But we're faced with something we've never been faced with before. We have, we're faced mm-hmm. with a virus – where you could be a carrier spreading this this virus for two weeks you before could be, you show Or you symptoms. might not be, it,
3: but you should be punished because you might be.
1: It's not a matter of punishment. I think, I, think, um, I think what they did is good, but they have to have a much more intelligent plan to get non essential businesses back to work. And so far, we don't see that more intelligent plan. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go away. We want you to stay on. Here's one of my favorite new church songs, and we'll be right back. Our band site, that's a carnival song for the churches today, because you've turned Christianity into a carnival, a circle of madness, a circus of madness. It's insanity, and we're here to try to punch a hole through that. I'm here with my fierce co-host, Misty. Hey, Misty, how you doing?
2: Yeah, hey, Pastor Harry, pretty good.
1: Hey, John, still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, another caller. I hope it's a real caller and not a tape. Caller. Hello, caller. How are you?
0: Attention. This is a planetary alert. All citizens whose last names begin with a letter A report <laughs> to your local implant center. That's for
3: your website, right? All yeah.
0: whose last names begin with a letter A report to your local implant center. Failure to comply will result in having your utilities shut off and a word issued for your arrest.
1: For terrorist resistance. Welcome to the yeah, that is for more show. That's that's. I uh, think that somebody's trying, that trying to tell us that um,
3: the recording of your website is is reminiscent of the soft martial law we're facing today.
1: Well, it is, and you know, let's talk about what's coming upon the world. Here's here's what's coming upon the world one day, very soon, a new world order, a one world government. It's a one world socialistic government.
3: And we already have the, it in a
1: soft version. Well, hardcore version. Let's look at right. Well, right, the hardcore version of what's coming, right, Misty? Right. I try to keep things as simple as I can for people. Hardcore version. Here's what's coming upon the world, I believe, 10 to 12 years away. Close to that. Here's what I believe is coming. A one-world socialist government. It's a theocracy, meaning... That's a government based on a religion. This religion is Luciferism. The deity of Lucifer is God. If you go to the United Nations website, go to Google, type in Google, United Nations, comma, Lucifer, and it'll blow your mind, because you'll see that in 1982, the United Nations declared they can no longer attain achieve their goal of a one-world government. Without a religion, and the religion the United Nations embraced as Luciferism, and they promote the teachings of Alice Bailey. She was a 1945 uh-huh. to 1950 psychic. She was a channel of Lucifer. So what's coming? And, and upon how do the they world, manifest
3: that Luciferism? They don't call it that. They call it something
1: else. No, they call it Luciferism flat so, out no, in the U.S. For the public,
3: for the public, oh,
1: for the, it's for Luciferism, the public. but they hide it. Under the guise well, of hide, Gaia
3: and environmentalism.
1: Right, and they hide it under the guise of every year they have the great invocation, a world prayer. Right. But an invocation means to invoke a deity, something, but they leave out of Lucifer. And they change that from the minds of men to the human race. But what's oh, yeah, look what the they w- did
3: back in the 90s. Was, do you remember, Harry? Right. I'm sure
1: you remember this. I think it was the late 90s.
3: Um, remember when the un they had one of their committees on climate change or this was before climate change it was global we were still calling it global warming remember they made a replica of the ark of the covenant and they blasphemed christianity by replacing the ten commandments with um um some some something with gaia and like you know the ten commandments of environmentalism
1: yeah they remember yeah yeah, I vaguely, I vaguely remember that, but I mean, and that was, I mean, that's just right. right out global government
3: blasphemy towards blas, uh, right. you know, being blasphemous towards Christianity.
1: Right, but but basically, the world is run by a group of people called the Illuminati. It's a, it's right. an elite, yes. an elitist trillionaire, multi-billionaire group of people that are running this world. They own the pharmaceutical companies, they own Monsanto, they own the healthcare. They're in control of this world, not the governments. They're puppets. And what's coming upon the world is a one-world government. It's very simple, based on something called a Luciferic initiation. And if you don't denounce everything Christian and accept Lucifer as your God, invoke him into your soul, you will not be able to buy or sell anything. The Bible calls it the mark of the beast. Well, the mark of the beast is a digital scannable tattoo that can be put on your forehead and your right hand in three seconds with magnetic ink. And that's what's coming upon the world. So if you don't invoke, worship Lucifer and then help him destroy Christianity, um, you will not be able to buy or sell anything. So what you're seeing now, you think it's bad now when you go to a Walmart and there's not much on the shelves. Think of not being allowed to buy or sell anything, not even a glass of water. That's what's coming upon the world. That's a judgment that God is coming upon the world. But see, that can't happen until two things happen. That can't happen until the Antichrist is revealed, Satan's son, as the savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds. Every movement needs a leader, and they're they're awaiting the leader who will use his Buddhic name uh, of the fifth Buddha. And that's that's the second major thing that's going to happen. But before that happens, the Bible gives us a timeline. We're going to look at that biblical timeline. Here's the biblical timeline. To know we're in the end times. One, Israel will be reborn as a nation. And and for nineteen hundred almost nineteen hundred years, Israel was destroyed as a nation. Rome invaded Jerusalem. They destroyed the temple. They drove the Jews out, called the great dysphoria among the world. And they were hated and persecuted everywhere they went. Hitler tried to annihilate them. He was a follower of Lucifer in this new world order. He failed. And God reestablished Israel as a nation. And in that's, that's sign number one. In 1967, Israel regained Jerusalem. That's sign number two. And sign number three, before the apocalypse begins is God is going to raise up his faithful remnant church, the Church of Philadelphia. That's what we are. We're the Church of Philadelphia Internet. And before this hell breaks loose upon planet Earth, God God is going to um, raise up his true remnant church, the Church of Philadelphia, so the world can hear the truth of God and see his power. And then then, then it's going to go down. It, because the Bible clearly teaches that there's two raptures, and um, the Church of Philadelphia will be born and will be taken in the first of two rapture events. So we're looking at a window, a very tight window now, maybe 10, 12 years. That's, that's what the Bible seems to say, John. And um, uh, as, far, as far as the mind of God goes, God, the Bible code, I don't know if you know much about it, but it's in the Bible code. It's throughout the Bible. God. I'm mind, familiar with it. God has a dual way of thinking, mercy and judgment. God always extends mercy after mercy after mercy. And when his mercy is rejected to a point where people are going to start destroying what he created, God brings judgment. He doesn't want to bring judgment, but when he's forced to, he does. And that's the mind of God. Mercy upon mercy upon mercy, but he reaches a limit and then comes judgment. And that's what's encoded in the Bible code. We have another caller or two, Misty. Let's see what, who we have here. Let's see what's going on.
2: Okay.
1: Hi, caller. How are you? You have question, comment? Caller, hello, hello. just want to listen, push a button. You can just listen. You, have a question, you know, it's a, sh- it's a
3: shame, Harry and Misty. I was hoping, I would love to hear other people call in and just, and and well, and hear their thoughts.
1: You know, well, I needed, waiting, like, yeah. if
3: somebody wanted to challenge something I'm saying even, I mean, it's...
1: Right, well, here's what, well, here's somebody not talking. Maybe they want to listen. Okay, we'll let them listen. There's another caller. Let's see who we have here. Well, I love this. Hi, caller. How are you? How's it going? Caller? I'm just Another tape. Okay, well, if someone's listening, it's fine. You can chime in when you want. But I want to say, John, it's very important that I want to bring this out. The difference between this show and any other show, Christian show, the difference between the Church of Philadelphia, which we are, Internet, and everyone else, is this Trinity doctrine. Because the Trinity doctrine is a false, pagan, Hinduistic doctrine it is not what Jesus taught. It's not what the first century church believed. It's not what the apostles believed. It's not who Jesus taught he is. Jesus did not teach that he's God, uh, that God's one being manifested in three personalities. God does not have multiple personality disorder. Jesus taught there's one true God, the God of Israel, and he's his only begotten son, the Christ. The the uh, Peter said, You are the Christ, the son of a living God. Jesus is the literal, true son of God that God brought into existence and created to be the Savior of the world. That's the difference between what we're preaching here and what every church on this planet Earth is teaching. Um, Around 200 to 300 A.D., the churches dropped all – they cut all Judaic roots from the church – they accepted this pagan Hindu trinity. Uh, they accepted Jesus as God, which trashed everything was taught in the Old Testament. They accepted Sunday worship, which was pagan worship. And they cha- they changed the uh, Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. So w- w- before, before the Bible clearly says, bef- before the apocalypse begins, God will raise up the Church of Philadelphia, and that's what we are. And to come, because the, the Church of Philadelphia does not exist as a real uh, physical church today, not yet. What were you going to say about that, Misty? Uh,
2: no, it's true. And doesn't Jesus call us to watch watch and pray always that we would be accounted worthy to escape right, to all his, these things?
1: Right, and be be, stand before him. So... That's what the Bible says, John. That is exactly what the Bible says. You know, a lot of people today are looking to Doctor Fauci uh, as he's, as one of the world leading experts on this um, uh, COVID um, nineteen virus. Well, to me, Jesus is the the world leading expert on the biblical apocalypse. So I'm going to believe what Jesus taught, uh, as opposed to what any men, man or men say. We have another caller. I hope this is a real caller. Hello, caller.
2: How you doing?
1: Okay. Hi. You have a question just like or comment? A and
2: wearing white, wearing white, and and you you're going to wear
1: a white
0: and try to eat some French fries with some ketchup. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Like, so it's like I'm mm.
1: gonna... Well, that's just more nonsense. See what? Yeah, you know, I really—I well, I couldn't that, understand what she was
0: saying.
3: We're wearing white?
1: She wants to wear white and eat McDonald French fries with ketchup. What do you think, Misty? Is that going to stop <laughs> the coronavirus?
2: <laughs> dangerous. Dangerous. I don't know,
1: but if you get your French fries through a drive-through, I guess that 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 will be okay. But uh, yeah, but I mean, people are scared. I I I expect this kind of thing. I'm I'm just glad that people are holding it together. I'll tell you the truth. I'm glad this country and the world is holding it together as well as they are. I mean, uh, I I think the first thing, Donald, I think the first thing the governor should have done, and they haven't, is ban open carry of guns for the next 90 days. You know, there was two people in Walmart got into a fight and were having a a sword fight with wine bottles. Like there were Star Wars lightsabers, and then they ended up, Busting the bottles, rolling on the ground, in the glass, uh, fighting, uh, fighting over toilet paper. People are losing it a little bit, but they're holding it together pretty good. But again, John, I mean, uh, you know, the good of society. Sometimes you have to give up, you have to lose, you have to uh, suspend some liberties. I am I a think libertarian. That, I think that's, so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna disagree on that one. I'm, uh... Right, but we don't. Here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see a fight start out in an open carry state in a Walmart, and then suddenly people pull out their guns and open fire, and they shoot 24 innocent people trying to and children. Well, anybody to could get, do
3: that at any time. I mean, I know you right, don't want to
1: turn this into a Second Amendment show, um, but no, I don't. You know, just, we got another call. Let's see who's here. I mean, I never had such an active switchboard. Hello, hi caller, how are you? I'm gone
0: doomsday okay. which you don't know doomsday, doomsday i'm a doomsday mom i fucked my kids up every time there was a doomsday and they couldn't do a goddamn thing you know
1: what I'm are saying? you a, are you a real caller or are yeah, no, you a tape i don't okay it's a tape i mean uh, whoever's playing the tape call up and talk to us yeah just don't be afraid we don't we we don't know who your number is we don't care who your number is just Give us a call. Talk. We we want to we want to hear from people. Like you said, Misty, John. We want to hear what people are thinking. We want to hear what they're saying. But I want people to clearly know, according to Jesus, the world leading expert on the apocalypse, according to the Bible, this is not the end of the world, but it's the end of the world as we knew it, and every everything yeah. is going to change and. Um, but that's what I'm looking for. And then you can say, well, how are we going to have this church? The Bible Code. Because the Bible Code is something I truly believe in. In 1982, an Israeli scientist, mathematician named Elijah Rips discovered that the, the Torah, the five books of Moses, is computer encoded. And um, a lot, you know, the the Bible Code actually said that the coronavirus would become a pandemic, and the Olympics will be shut down, and they are. And then um, the Bible code, I actually found COVID-19 in the Bible code spelled the two different ways you could spell a C or a K with a lot of information. And um, the Bible code does say that we are going to win a mega lottery and restart Jesus' church. And with it's a, a shame it doesn't lottery, give you the, um, the lottery number in there. Well... I just got to buy a ticket. But, but the point is, with a mega lottery, we could take this show to literally uh, three, four 400,000 people a month. And that would really change this world because once and for all, people have to – it's time these churches were challenged and confronted with the truth of the Bible, rather than the lies they just sell on Sunday. And we have another caller. Let's see who this is. I want you to know that I
0: heard you say – just a few minutes ago, that you couldn't nag us anymore over the weekend, but I think you underestimate the power of your voice in our head. I really do. I've I've been listening for about a year, and I just wish to God I found you sooner. I'm sure my life would have been much smoother and easier. I'm calling today because my husband and I are having issues. We have been married for 13 years. I'm 59. He's 63. He had Mm -hmm. a... Internet fling, I guess you'd
1: say. That included sending. Yeah, we had that tape last week. Remember, Misty, the woman with her husband yeah. cheating and watching porn, and uh, well. You I know, don't get I, these people. What are they doing with these record? This is beyond. They're nervous.
3: This this is ridiculous.
1: Well, maybe they want to see if I'm. They want to test if me and Misty are. Uh, or not too intelligent. Maybe they want to see how long we're going to listen to a voice till we realize it's taped. Have I don't you considered?
3: I'm 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 curious. Um, have you considered doing more than two nights a week? Have you thought about maybe going live later in the day? Um, I mean, I just say that because you're you are interesting, and 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 sometimes even to be honest with you, entertaining. Um, obviously, I enjoy listening. Um, so more than two bites a week, obviously speaks to itself. And then, if you're on later at night, to be honest with you, you have, I think there's there's more potential for listening because more people are home. And at the same time, you kind of have that nighttime vibe, you and Misty, the two. You have that nighttime vibe going on. You well, know, like imagine true, our right? Bell on in
1: the that's middle of the day; true. it wouldn't work. Weftlers you know, we're vampires, of course. You know, that's. I mean, all, I mean, uh, you, know, you know, hey, yes, well, you know. <laughs> well, the humans failed God, so God had to turn to the dark side. But, uh, but seriously, the the problem with that is that um, it's money. If we, I I would do this show five nights a week with Misty, but it would cost us about two thousand dollars a month. We just don't have that kind of funding, or right, we would. Okay. I, I would do the show uh, five nights a week. We are kind of a late night show. Here's another caller. It's probably a tape. I'm not. Hi, caller. Are you real? You're a real person. Yeah, you guys are talking about real people. No, you're not a real person. You're a tape. See, I guess people are afraid. Maybe they want to make contact. They just want to. I do don't something. know. I've
3: got to tell you something. I've never, I've never heard that. First of all, I say this. I, I I listen to you when I can. I've never heard this many calls.
1: This is like surprising no, to me. I've never heard this many calls. No, Misty, we ever had this many calls before?
2: No. It sounds like they're trying to shut the show down as much as they can via recordings, distractions. Uh... You know, yeah, I don't. I don't, I
3: don't believe in. Dis- I don't believe in coincidence. And 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 it sounds almost like this we were about to say, Misty. It's so odd. I I'm calling, and I don't think you've ever had anybody like me call you. Stay on the whole show. And and you know, be as I mean I know I'm well spoken as well spoken as I am I'm not trying to, you know, and then have all these coincidentally recorded calls coming through, it just seems like too
1: much of a coincidence. Don't well, we get them a lot? Here's another one. Watch, it's, watch it's this. It's been Ready happening you?
2: in the past few weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's been it's been growing. It's it's been. Uh, here's another one. Let's see. This is this a real caller? Hi, Carl. You real? Hi. If
2: everybody stays the
1: way okay. they
3: fucking are, oh, that's the same. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, it's the same. But <laughs> we only have ninety seconds left. But I mean, seriously, John, if we could, we'd have a two-hour show five nights a week. But uh, we just don't have the resources right now. Hopefully, one day soon, we will. Uh, yeah. I have a show like like five nights a week, and um, Pete. I'd have a show five nights a week, two hours a night if we could. But, um yeah, that people were scared. That's why people are playing tape. We're, like you said, Misty, they're just trying to be disruptive, they're trying to cause problems. Maybe they don't like the truth of the Bible. Uh maybe they don't like what we're talking about, but that that's their problem. I could care less, you know. We're yeah. We're here to tell people the truth and talk to people. And like and, I and said, you're easy we, going about it, and that and that says a lot about your character. Yeah. Well, thank you. But we, we, we welcome people's questions. We want to help them. It's a time of fear. People are very scared, and we want to try to help them. And there's a lot of distrust of governments, and there should be. And a lot of times governments, the government, got to remember, with 15 seconds left, the worst thing in the coronavirus, the worst thing in anything that could happen is, is fear and panic. And governments have to, have to calm down the fear and panic. But we're trying to look through what they're saying to the truth. Because in the end, the truth always wins out. Well, anyway, thanks for calling, John, Misty. Thanks, as always. God bless. Oh, how are you, Misty? Thank you. you. Thank
2: you.